Good afternoon. This is Lacrosse Talk PM. News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, online at WIZM I'm Mike Hayes in for uh, Rick Solom, who is out with, I don't know what, with illness. But good for him. He did not come in here and share it with everybody else, which is uh, something I never quite figure out. Oh, man, you look terrible. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Why are you here? Oh, I got a lot of work to do. <coughs> oh, really? And you thought coming in to do that work <coughs> was going to be a really good idea? <coughs> yeah, bad idea. Don't go to work and show everybody you're such a hard worker. No, because they're all thinking you're an idiot. If you get me sick and I go home and get my kids sick, because you got me sick, yeah, yeah, it's just so, he's doing the right thing. He's doing the right thing. And since today is Wednesday, we can't even blame it on hangover from his memorial weekend. <laughs> That's what happens on occasion when you end up, uh, you know, sick the day after vacation or, you know, a long weekend. Oh, really? <laughs> Not the case, I'm sure, uh, I, and I hope Rick will be uh, back at it. Uh, tomorrow. He'll be back to host next Wednesday. In the meantime, kind of quick and dirty, uh, we had real interest. So, so open line, what do you think Wednesday? 785-7914, the phone number. What do you think? It is, when I'm on, always open phones. Uh, because I am always curious to know what it is that uh, that's on your mind. What are you thinking? What's important? Our people poll question this morning had a, a, was kind of a follow-up to uh, to our legislature uh, working together. Should they or shouldn't they? Interestingly, the vast majority of voters in the poll, and uh, about 50-50 in callers, but the vast majority of voters said no. They should not work together. They should not compromise. Republicans should stand for themselves Democrats for themselves, although I did get a couple of texts from people who said, yes, there should be compromise. Democrats should do what Republicans tell them. <laughs> so, Al said that in. Always interesting to hear. Uh, you want compromise as long as it's your compromise. You know, that whole, not in my backyard, I want, I want cheap energy and cheap food and cheap labor, but uh, not for me. I just want free stuff when I'm consuming. Don't don't pay me on the cheap. It doesn't quite work that way, but I get how some people on occasion feel that uh, they just need to let people know that I'm poor, you're rich, you must be evil because you're not paying your fair share. Even though you're paying, you pay more in taxes than I get in salary, that's still not fair. Somehow, I, I don't get it. Our follow-up question uh, today well, actually, for tomorrow's lacrosse talk, but we could certainly talk about it this afternoon if you'd like. I'll just put it out there. Would Wisconsin be better off with a part-time legislature? For those of you who have lived here longer than I, you'll remember that uh, Wisconsin was part-time legislature long ago. We are one of ten states now that still have a full-time legislature. Everybody else, part-time. 
and uh, Paul Offner, the late Paul Offner, was the uh, the uh, push, the impetus behind full-time legislature. I don't know what the sales pitch was. Maybe one of you do remember. What was the sales pitch that uh, convinced everybody in Wisconsin that a full-time legislature was a really good idea? Because clearly it's different now, isn't it? Would we be better off with uh, part-time legislature? That, and of course, what do you think? Wednesday, open phones. Whatever's on your mind, I'm interested in uh, hearing from you. Let's... uh, Let's go to the phones. Hey, number three, good afternoon, bud. What's on your mind? How you doing? You know the difference between a.m. and p.m. now, right? Uh, well, it's warmer now than it was early this morning. Right, and we can see across the street. Anyway, you got to understand about Rick down there, your sidekick. Yeah, yeah. He's 40 years old. He parties a lot different than you and I do. Well, I'm sure of that. I am. Yeah. I am confident of that. So he could still have the Tuesday morning blahs on a Wednesday. That's think, nothing new you for think Rick. So? You think so? That, well, it could be, I guess. <laughs> anyway, I want to tell you something. All right. I was down at the Isle of Plume Park the other day where they're putting up the new baseball fields. Oh, yeah. And I got to tell you, that is the most beautiful sod grass I've ever seen. No kidding. The city of us. That's awesome. It is beautiful. I mean, I mowed yards for 22 years, done about 135 a week, and that is the nicest piece of grass I've ever seen in my lifetime. Holy cow, you mowed 135 lawns a week? Yeah. Wow. That's how I stay trim and switch. I guess. That's why you still look so good, huh? even on the radio. Well, I don't look so good now. i got a little beer belly on me, but well, that comes with old age. Well, that, that but comes anyway, with I mean, life. it really looks nice. Hey, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm glad you're happy about that, aren't you? I imagine it costs a lot of money, but I think they got whoever done the work done a good job. Well, that's uh, and I'm sure they appreciate it. If it's uh, now, usually I don't praise the city for things. You know that. I do. I know that. I'm glad. Uh, I got one other thing I'd like you to find out for me. I've tried everybody, and I can't find this out. All right. The city of Lacrosse on Veterans Memorial Drive. That's down. On Riverside, yeah, is putting up a new commercial building for six hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Maybe Gary's listening and can call in and tell me what that's going to be. What the building is going to be? Yeah, if it's part of the band shell or what, but it's this new commercial building. I six hundred thirty thousand dollars. I don't know what they could build down there. Besides a band show, well, and, and uh, maybe somebody will know more than we know. I I I do not know that. Okay. Uh, well, I do not. And, you know, and, maybe somebody will know and could call in and tell me. And it's a uh, is where and tell me again where it is exactly. Five twenty Veterans Memorial Drive East. That's Veterans Memorial Drive. Around the circle down by my big Indian and that, you know, that's what they call that road. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm just trying to picture. And where is the building going up? I have no idea. Oh, oh. Because I, I guess I don't has, know where it 5... Says new, it says new commercial building. Yeah, I don't know you where know. 520 is. You know, well, I guess that's the street down there. The yeah, tall Veterans yeah. Memorial Drive. Right, right. I just don't know yeah, where. I took. I went down there last night. All I can see is they're doing a lot of work on the 
new band shell and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe somebody will know and tell us. I hope that's the answer. Thanks very much for that. I will uh, look into it. I don't know who's over in the News and Information Center, but uh, I'll go see if Brad or uh, I don't know who's working over there. Drew, he might know. He's, he's pretty in tune with what's going on in the world. See if they have uh, some idea. Or a listener. Any uh, Anybody listening know what building is going up? 620,000? Uh, 620,000? 620K. At 520 Veterans Memorial East. All right. Uh, Fred, I don't know what you're... What, is, what does that mean? A $100,000 donation for the band shell. It's a fact. I don't know what that means. That that someone made a $100,000 donation to the band shell? Uh, I would be curious. I, I, that's fabulous. I hope someone did. Someone wealthy. Someone who could afford it. And then uh, still not be a super... They didn't give away all their money, right? Good. I hope so. hope that's the fact. Do you know who it was? Or uh, what would the point you were trying to make here on... In your text, thanks very much for that. I need a little more information. Uh, and speaking of information, it's quarter after. Technically, it's 16 after. That means I'm a minute late. i got to go in and check with the guys in the News and Information Center. We will be right back on Lacrosse Talk PM. Lacrosse Talk PM. On News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM online. At WIZMnews.com, I'm Mike Hayes, in for Rick Solom this afternoon, about 22 minutes after 5. Uh, there you go, Fred, uh, and thanks for that. I just wanted to make sure Brad Williams had uh, that story in his newscast. Daryl and Power has uh, just announced a $10,000 donation to the uh, to the band shell, which is awesome. Uh, I, I, I love the fact that... Uh, Everybody's getting on board with the band shell. Since everybody enjoys the band shell, everybody utilizes, uh, and by everyone I mean the royal everyone, the vast majority uh, of people at some point find themselves in Riverside Park and will be able to enjoy Riverside Park considerably more if there is a, if there is cover over the stage, in particular if you are a performer. Mark III made a, a, com, a, a, a contribution on the talk and text line when we were talking uh, earlier about our uh, people poll question. Would Wisconsin be better off with a part-time legislature? He wondered if we might be better off with a part-time governor as well. You know, to go along with the rest since uh, they could accomplish the same amount of work in about half the time, plus save on benefits and so forth. I understand. I, I understand what, what you're saying, Mark. Mark three, part time. You know, could could the state of Wisconsin run like a number of cities with uh, with a city with a city administrator and a council or the legislature who run the state and a governor who is a handshaker and a baby kisser? Uh, he cuts ribbons and opens new buildings and. Uh, and a county administrator, or the uh, you know the uh, majority leader in the house, whichever party, they run the state, and the governor. You know, I don't know, because the the governor is a pretty important has has a good deal of authority. So I'm I'm not sure that uh, that a state would be better off, maybe without a governor, with, with, or with uh, a governor who has 
virtually no power? What do you think? 785-7914, the phone number. That's uh, that's our question this morning. And I don't know, uh, uh, Fred, are you unhappy? Or just uh, stating that Dairyland Power made the 10000 donation, does that make you uh, unhappy that they did so? I don't know. I asked over in the newsroom if uh, if anybody knew what building was being uh, constructed uh, over on Veterans Memorial Drive, and uh, nobody knew. But uh, they wrote it down. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll see what I can find out. So I'll ask. I'll ask around uh, tomorrow. Nobody's nobody's in their office now. It's it's 24 minutes after five. You know. So they're wrapping things up and not starting new questions or new 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 projects by answering the phone. I have a call out or a call into a representative sergeant from a Madison, Melissa Sergeant, who has been, as she put it, legislating through listening to her sixty thousand constituents. She's been holding listening sessions and asking them as often as she can uh, their excuse me hiccups their thoughts on legalizing marijuana to some degree. As she put it, it's a lonely ship, but that ship is slowly filling with supporters. Is uh, is it time? Is there some form of legalized marijuana in your future? We've, we've uh, speculated in the past that, sure, it'll happen, but not in our lifetime. Not while Robin Voss is in charge, because he, for some reason, just plain hates marijuana, doesn't want to talk about it, doesn't want to think about it, doesn't want to vote on it. He's, uh, I, and I don't know, I, I'm not prepared to speculate that lobbyists have a hold of him. The anti-marijuana lobby, is there, is there such a thing, an anti-marijuana lobby? Oh, hi, nice to meet you. What do you do? I'm a lobbyist, really, for the anti-marijuana uh, coalition. Really, I had no idea there was such a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're big. we got a lot of money. Democrats uh, have, in the past, uh, introduced bills to legalize medical marijuana. Those measures didn't pass. It's, uh, uh, <laughs> it, who was this who said that? Uh, uh, John Erpenbach. I was on a pretty lonely ship about five years ago when I put this bill out. People quite frankly, oh no, this was uh, this was Melissa Sargent who said that. People quite frankly in the Capitol building that didn't even want to talk to me. They thought I was really out of touch, completely out of touch. And here we are, a few years later, and uh, and everybody's jumping on board. And I know I can hear my father who used to say that kind of thing to me when I was a kid. Dad, everybody's going. Honey, I don't care if everybody's going. You'll, you'll be the leader of the I'm not going club. If everybody, and this was one of his favorite things, if everybody jumped off a building, would you be doing that too? If everyone took a long walk off a short pier, would you be doing that too? No, probably not. And I can guarantee that everyone in school, except for you, is not going to be there. There will be other children whose parents made the wise decision and kept their children from attending that event. 
like me, making the wise decision, you're not going. Get it? Just, uh, just curious. Oh, all right. Uh, thanks, Fred. I appreciate that. Just making sure about the, uh, the donation from Dairyland Power. I can understand, uh, uh, Joe, I can understand why the Tavern League would be uh, against marijuana, although not completely, you know, uh, is is uh, smoking a joint, you know, uh, not a medical uh, joint, but is smoking recreational marijuana, is that, would, would people do that more than they would go have a beer or a cocktail? Would they, uh, you know, is, is that why the Tavern League, I've never spoken with anybody from the Tavern League. I don't know why they would be against uh, the legalizing marijuana, because as you know, as all those jokes go, wouldn't the uh, wouldn't wouldn't the Cookie Coalition be in favor of it? Snacks, print makers of Pringles and Fritos and Oreos and uh, and the uh, the dairy industry and uh, and, and the uh, Tavern League. I'm surprised that they wouldn't be in favor. Of legalized marijuana. Seven eight five seven nine one four. The phone number. Call me. A little something from Robert Plant to push your Wednesday along. These were falling just like amber. Doesn't sound like Led Zeppelin, does it? Phil, I'm not sure of your point. Phil sent me a text during the uh, break there. Illinois, Michigan, Minnesota, Iowa, Canada, they all have legal medical marijuana. Anyone in Wisconsin who can't find cheap weed isn't trying. I, I haven't heard anybody say, we need to legalize marijuana in Wisconsin because I can't find it cheaply. In fact, there are lots of people who will tell you that uh, in some states, you can still buy weed illegally less expensive than you can from the legal pot store. I think it's, uh, for a lot of people, it's a matter of I'm not going to do it if it isn't legal, regardless of whether it will help me medically. I would not give my child an illegal substance to make them better until I have exhausted every single other option. Then, of course, it's a different story with parents and uh, kids, or kids and your older parents. But is that, uh, I, I guess I'm not sure, since everybody else has it. I, certainly, I am not uh, a big fan of, since everybody else has it, we should too. I'm, I don't think that's where you're going. But I don't think uh, anybody's arguing that marijuana is too expensive in Wisconsin. We need to legalize it so the price will go down. Seven eight five seven nine one four the phone number. It's Lacrosse Talk BM. Eric, good afternoon, bud. You're on the air. What's on your mind? How about marijuana. You said something about it being illegal. Did it ever cross your mind that that's maybe one of the reasons lost decided not to pursue this any further? I mean, Ebers wants to do everything, all the liberal things he wants to do in the world, but marijuana, according to the federal government, is a class one drug. It is illegal. So, case closed, from his point of view. Thanks. Okay, well, the case is not closed. 
at all in any way, shape, or form, buddy. I mean, I get what you're saying, but in this case, technically you're correct, but uh, pushing that a little further, then all these states that legalize marijuana are breaking law. Yes, they are. And uh, as far as I know, the last uh, federal federal opinion that I uh, read was that the federal government uh, was not going to pursue uh, uh, arresting, shutting down uh, marijuana uh, stores, legal uh, selling marijuana legally in the state because it's legal in the state, and there are lots of them uh, that that sell legal marijuana, medical or otherwise. Uh, and federal government is not going to to uh, prosecute. So those states have decided on their own to move forward one way or the other. Uh, to either legalize it or not. If uh, and, and I don't believe for a second that Robin Voss is waving the American flag and saying, we're not going to legalize marijuana in Wisconsin because the federal government says it's a bad idea. Because you know as well as I do, Eric, you know as well as I do, he would be the first one to stand in line against the federal government if they said the only way you're ever going to get health care is to do it yourself or fill potholes or, you know, pick, pick a topic that you know is near and dear to his heart. Uh, he is not going to side with the federal government unless it's going to be of benefit to him and his party. And at the moment, uh, Republicans have enough control uh, to keep marijuana from becoming legal in Wisconsin. I don't know whether that's, uh, you know, that that's just the way it is. One of those things you just deal with, you know. 785-7914, the phone number. Oh, Eric, you're back. What's up, buddy? Yep, okay, you, you can have it your way. You want to buy it legal, have it legal. Leave it up to states, and states can make it legal or illegal. Is that what you're saying? Your well, argument? No, no, I'm not, I, I'm not a, a, a proponent or a opponent of marijuana. I'm just saying well, that uh, states have made it legal uh, and the federal government has said we will not prosecute those states that have made marijuana legal. Okay. Why don't you look at it, look at it in a different situation where, where a lot of states uh, oppose abortion and write laws against abortion. The federal courts come in immediately as district courts come in, specifically the liberal courts come in and block it immediately along with Planned Parenthood and the rest of the murderers out there. Same story, same thing. Except that marijuana may not be killing people, but abortion certainly is. Okay, I'm just not prepared to uh, compare smoking a joint and uh, having an abortion. So, uh, so there you go. I, uh, Mark, Mark three, I, I can't have a conversation with you on the talk and text line while we're talking about something else on the radio. Uh, and you will never, uh, just, just, you will never find me a proponent of voucher money going to private schools. Uh, and just not. That's money that should go to. That's your tax money and my tax money that that uh, funds public schools. And now public schools have to share that money with private schools. Oh, he knows. He, he's well aware, very aware. That uh, that's, a, that's a whole different kettle of fish. 
Ooh, that's a, that's a an old saying my grandfather used to use. That's a whole nother kettle of fish. What, Grandpa? That's a whole different topic, whole different subject. You want to talk about that? You got to give me a call because I can't read and speak uh, very clearly all at the same time. Uh, it is less expensive. Uh, private schools, because they still get private funding. And they don't have to jump through any of the hoops that public schools do. They just get public money. And they say, thank you very much, and then close the doors and do whatever they want. They have, they have to answer to nobody. Just their private schools. They answer to themselves. They get their, they get your public tax dollars. Instead of your money going to your public schools, your money goes to that that uh, private school down the street, they say, thank you very much, and they close the door. And when you say, what are you doing with that? Oh, oh, never mind. Well, how about some, some uh, 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 uh. we don't have to tell you what we're doing with the money, so we're not going to. Thank you very much for your contribution. Uh, goodbye. And if you want your child to go here, the tuition is X money uh, a year, in addition to the voucher money that we'll get. Because uh, previous administrations thought that was a really good idea. And I get the idea in the, originally to help people be able to fund an education in a school district where a good quality education wasn't possible. In some communities on the eastern side of the state where it was still much more difficult to get a quality education. So here's some voucher money that can help you afford to move your child to a private school and afford that child a better education. Tell me how that's working now. In those schools, probably working. But in lacrosse, anybody in lacrosse not getting a quality education and need voucher money? I don't think so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Seven eight five seven nine one four. The phone number. Let's. Uh, where are we going here? Let's go to uh, line one. Anthony. Good afternoon. You're on the air, bud. What's on your mind? Yeah, this is Anthony. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering about this marijuana debate for recreational use. Yeah. Now, just take, for instance, OSHA. Follow me on this. OSHA is a federal institution, right. a federal uh, department. And we're working at a construction site, and I go out and get high that weekend with my buddies because it's illegal in Wisconsin, and I have to be lifting a pallet of say, shingles or, or two-by-fours or something like that, and it falls in, it falls off the wall and kills my coworker. OSHA is immediately involved because of the death at, at a, a, a job site. So they find me guilty of being, you know, intoxicated or, you know, I was high within the past 30 days, so there's drugs in my system. Does the person that I killed, does their family sue me, my employer, because the employer has no control over it because it's legal in the state, or the state that has violated the federal law saying that marijuana is not recreational. Who is responsible for that death? I don't know the answer to that. Have I that see, that's, that's the type of stuff that our legislators need to think of when they just pull something wild out of their tailbone and figure, right. oh, it'll just get us some votes and we'll, uh, we'll legalize recreational marijuana. Well, what's the, the long-term effects or what is the, the effect of what their cause is. I don't know. I guess uh, in a case like that or to try and find uh, some precedent, I would look at the states that have had 
uh, legal uh, uh, marijuana, uh, recreational marijuana, for a number of years and find out if a case like that has ever occurred and what happened when it went to court. I want to add one other thing, too, sure. that if, I'm, uh, if I operate with a CDL, which is, you know, I, I get licensed in Colorado where marijuana is legal, I can get high because it's recreational use in my state of residence, but I come into Wisconsin and I rear-end a school bus and kill a bunch of students. You know, this is the stuff that these legislators, they just run their mouth trying to get votes or trying to, to you know, kowtow to a certain populace to get a vote opposed to completely thinking out what they're what they're proposing. All right. I'm, yeah, I, I, and I suppose that you make a couple of really good points. There's no question about that. But I suppose you could what-if yourself into every single situation that ever has or might or never will occur and, uh, and never, never change anything. You, you, know, you can, uh, when one state has a legal drinking age of one age and, and it's different in another state, uh, the, what if? What if you legally had a cocktail in that state, and over here you didn't? You're not legal, but, but you had an accident. Uh, you but, know, you can what if yourself that's why the, But that's why the federal government stepped in and mandated across all 50 states that 21 is a legal drinking age. Right. Right. You well, know, and then also, right now, just a sarcastic moment here, I want to announce my candidacy for Wisconsin governor because if we can, if we can choose and pick which federal laws we are going to follow, I'm going to run my candidacy that I'm going to make it illegal to pay federal income tax if I'm elected governor of the state of Wisconsin. Uh, well, all right. Well, I appreciate that. I'll, uh, by the way, uh, uh, must be a truck driver who just sent me a, a, a message on the talk and text line. Drug use of any kind is not permitted for any CDL holder, regardless of, of the legality of marijuana in your state or not. If you are if you are a CDL holder and you have uh, drugs in your system, you are breaking the law, period, regardless of... Now, now, now you have the state of Wisconsin as .04. I don't know what a CDL uh, alcohol limitation is for the state of Minnesota or Illinois. I don't yeah. think that it is, it is a nationwide uh, alcohol yes, CAC. I don't know the, I don't that, know, I don't that, know that answer something. either. But at least there you go. There's there's uh, at least one uh, one regulation across the board. If you have marijuana in your system, regardless of where you're uh, driving your truck, uh, you're breaking the law. All right. Uh, uh, tell you what, uh, Carl, I don't want to get behind. Hold on just a second. I'll be back in 90 seconds. My name is Sonia Pennell, and I own Six Burn Boot Camps. We are a women's fitness facility. Also, it's different than other financial institutions that we have dealt with. Honestly, I think because of the people, I feel welcome when I walk through the door. Ultra Federal Credit Union can assist any business with all of its business banking needs. Visit ultra.org or call 855-490-4518 for additional information. Ultra Federal Credit Union, helping you live your best life. Federally insured by NCUA. On any given day, the odds of the Brewers winning are about 60%. On any given day, the odds of the yellow chip and one out is about 75%. And the odds of having an excellent...
excellent time in Miller Park? Yeah, 100%. We only have one bus trip to Miller Park left, so get on top of it. The Brewers and the Reds on Sunday, June 23rd. And thanks to Walsh Golf Center, you get excellent seats. Deluxe Motorcoach Transportation and pregame tailgate party, all for only 85 bucks. Odds of having an excellent time? Again, 100%. Tickets are going quick, so get them now at RadioStuffStore.com. What is branding? It's pretty simple. It's putting you on the top rung of the ladder. It's an overall marketing strategy. It focuses on the heart of your business. Simply said, branding is, if you make really, really good chocolate chip cookies, they're so good that I hear your business name and my mouth starts watering, you are branded. This is a really good time to start telling people how good you are and what you have to offer. The company that you work with is vital in the branding process. There's nothing more important to us than our advertisers' success. And that's why it's so awesome to have these great success stories. Just call one of our current clients and ask. Your systematic solution for measurable advertising is Midwest Family Broadcasting. Do I understand you correctly? I, 
I don't believe in it takes a village to educate our children, but I think our children are, as a community, you know, a good education because when the black kids in Milwaukee are failing at the rate that they are, you, you can't just keep throwing my tax money at it because we're wasting and we're crippling our free enterprise system. Yeah, and we, if you just turn the people loose, even in education, Hillsdale and other, you know, good educators will come to the top. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that it, it's a failed system, and it, it needs to be brought up to the Internet. And to the, 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 the Internet system is the best way to educate people today, and that's virtually free. Right. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't disagree because I'm not super familiar with the Internet system, but I can tell you this, that uh, there would be an awful lot of people not paying attention uh, if, if their education was going to happen on their computer at the kitchen table at their house, if they're in the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th grade. Um, well, there's a lot of uh, children today that, that uh, you know, have a smartphone in their hands before they even, before the socialists can get a hold of them, right. you know, well, before you they get the four-year-old kindergarten or whatever, um, you know. Yeah, um, now, I, I know you don't, I know you, uh, I'm just, what I'm saying is that there isn't going to be, uh, in my opinion, there won't be enough uh, parental supervision, supervision period of kids that are that young, that are, uh, that are Internet educated, in the sixth or seventh or eighth or ninth or tenth or eleventh grade, that mom or dad or some somebody supervising uh, those young people won't be getting that quality education that you could if you pay for it for, from a college. That's different because now you're in college and you are an individual. You're an adult and you're getting that education because you want it. You won't find a whole no, lot of high No, no, I disagree with you there. Our colleges are an extreme waste of taxpayers' money. No, no, Carl, money. I'm talking about your – no, Carl, quiet. I'm talking about your uh, – Hillsdale, the college you brought up, Internet school, okay. pick one. Those people are adults and pay for school, get it on the Internet. They sit down and want an education. You can't tell me that a seventh grader thinks that all the classes that they take in school are worthwhile and will pay any attention to you. You've heard that, I am sure. What am I taking algebra for? I'm never going to use algebra in my life. Why am I taking history? Why am I taking any class that they don't understand? They aren't going to pay attention yep. to it until later that, on. That's fine. They say that's the way, they, and they have the freedom to do that. Right. Well, um, I don't think, you know, a socialist can put you in a, a gun to your head and, and force you any better than your parents. All right. Well, all right. I, I wish we had time. Carl, you've got to call earlier next time because uh, you and I disagree a bunch. And now I'm way behind. I'll be back. <laughs>